Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Sometimes we just need a change in our podcast, either subtle or fundamental. But one thing remains the same, us. What do we do when some aspects of our personality just aren't perfect for podcasting? Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Before we get started, I am not a psychologist. So, if you've a personality disorder, if you're in therapy or you're working with a professional mental health provider, do what they say, not this moron. All right? Now, there's a lot that we can change about our podcasts. We can change the topics because, you know, we're people and we have lots of interests and lots of experiences. Or we can even learn new experiences and pass those along, that knowledge along in our podcast, if that's what we wish to do. We can change the angle that we take because, again, we're, we're persuasive people and we know that Subtle shifts in how we talk about something might make that topic more palatable to the people on the other end, might make our case better, if you will. We can change the format of our podcast because we know that millions of shows already exist and something like 20,000 new shows are added every single week. So we're constantly being exposed, if we're paying attention, to new people doing new things and with their format. We can change the branding elements for a fresh look uh, of our podcast, or even the branding elements inside of our podcast episodes for a fresh sound. Going further, we can change our voice. We can use speech-language pathologists or even vocal coaches. They give us more confidence that we are sounding the way that we really want to sound. And there are a myriad of other subtle changes and really, really big changes that we can make to our podcasts. But what about our personality? Now, I'm not qualified to answer the question definitively, can people change? I'm not answering that question. Nor am I going down the path of whether or not you should or should not or anybody should or should not change the basically who they are. But I will say, that there may be some aspects of your personality that are more affected habits, really muscle memory in the brain, to use a layperson's thinking metaphor around this. And I'm going to use me as an example for that. So I, if you know me, I'm pretty quick with the joke, which makes me, in my opinion, kind of a rotten interviewer. But on the same, I, I recognize that about me. That's why I don't do a lot of interview shows. However, weirdly enough, I'm actually paid to interview people. Not on this show and not on anything related to the topics of podcasting or honestly things I'm very interested about. But I do 
I am paid to do these short conversations with professionals and markedly unfunny topics. So why do I do this? Well, well, partly because I get paid to do that, and that's important, but also because suppressing my own natural knee-jerk, let's crack a joke now, quickly, Evo, uh, that, that, that's helping. I think it makes me a better, more rounded, better overall podcaster. Let's talk about my friend Don. I'm just going to call him Don because that's his name. Uh, Don's a longtime podcaster who has successfully monetized a long-running multi-host show. But Don also, in the decades almost, he's been podcasting, realizes he's never done a solo show or a scripted show. So now he's quietly experimenting on doing both of those on a semi-secret show. And it's very likely the show's not going to continue. In fact, he said straight up it's not going to continue after the 10 episodes. But I bet that he is going to take the lessons learned and then incorporate those new aspects of his own personality. Not new aspects, but uncovered aspects. And incorporate those for his multi-host podcasting efforts. Or take my other friend, Terry. We'll call him Terry because, again, that's his name. Terry's taking a break from his podcast right now. It's changed names and changed focus and direction many times. and um, But Terry right now is finding really good success in a short-form video platform. Which is interesting because Terry, I know, is prone to waxing poetically. Which makes his episodes longer than they really need to be and has a tough time cutting out the extra stuff. But this new restrictive shorter format stops him from doing that. He can't. And because of that, Terry's going to relaunch his podcast before too long, and he's going to bring those lessons learned from that short format down, suppressing that ability, that that innate need to talk forever, and just get to the point. I'm not sure that any of those, mine, Don's, or Terry's, qualify for really changed personalities. Probably not. But I think that all of them recognize a change in which parts of the personality we each choose to expose, which ones you are likely to see and or hear on the podcast. We're de-emphasizing some parts and emphasizing other parts, maybe recently discovered parts. And all of that's making for a better podcast, not just for them, but also for their audiences. Now, if you know someone who's letting maybe a part of their personality, maybe they recognize that that parts of their personality just aren't conducive to doing great podcasting anymore. Maybe it's getting in the way of their podcasting efforts. Well, share this episode or article with them to show them some ideas of how they might be able to work through that by emphasizing certain parts and de-emphasizing other parts of that. And if you, of course, if you love the idea, and the content I bring to you every day on Podcast Pontifications, please, I appreciate it if you would go to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra and do that. Buy me a virtual coffee. All right, that's it. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another Podcast Pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, 
That right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.